This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the benefits of optimism and I know that optimism goes through different times when it's in fashion and when it's out of fashion. And I just want to say there are so many studies now and ways that people have been able to quantify optimism. And I want to read to you a few bits and pieces out of this article, not the whole article. I'll post that in the show notes. You can read the whole article. It is titled uh, How to Prime Your Mind for Optimism by Katherine A. Sanderson. And I, like I said, I'll have that link in the show notes. But I just want to touch on the points that she brings up because these are so important for those who are suffering with anxiety because we can lose our capability of being optimistic. And so I want to touch on the ways that you can be sure that the optimism is working for you. Now let's get on to talking about the benefits of optimism. I'm going to start with the beginning of her article so you'll know where she was coming from. Catherine A. Sanderson says, this difference in how we perceive and respond to events and challenges in our lives matters for our happiness and health. When we have more optimistic mindsets, we are better able to buffer the effects of common daily life stressors and still feel happy. And as one study found, Optimism is healthy for us. People ages 40 to 90 tended to live longer if they were more optimistic, even taking into account other factors like their diet, smoking and alcohol use, depression, and other health conditions. But here's the good news for those of us who have trouble finding the silver lining. We can shift our attitude in a more optimistic direction, no matter our natural inclination, with time, energy, and effort. 
Here are the five research-based strategies for doing that. And that is what Catherine A. Sanderson said. So I'm going to go over the five research-based strategies with you. And I'm hoping that if you want more information, you will check the show notes and go to the link for her whole article. But did you hear that? It is so important for us to pay attention to the fact that these studies are showing that the more optimistic our mindsets are, the better our health is, regardless of other things that we have going on in our lives, such as our poor habits with smoking and alcohol or our health conditions or our depression. And they didn't say anxiety, but I am telling you that I know from personal experience, as your optimism rises, your anxiety will begin to diminish. It is one of the puzzle pieces. So I hope that you will begin to look at being optimistic and finding that silver lining more and more important. This isn't Pollyanna. We know what reality is and we know the struggles we are facing. We are just choosing how we are going to look at those and respond to them. So the first one that they have here as a research-based strategy for uh, finding the silver lining is number one, reframe the stressors. So that's a good thing. What they're talking about here is that uh, stress is unavoidable. We talk about that here all the time, don't we? Life has struggles. Life will throw us curveballs even after we get back on keel from having anxiety or panic. And life, life will always show us the um, challenge ahead, but we can decide how we are going to look at that. We can reframe our stressors. We can see these stressors as working for us, not against us. And I am older (laughs) and have a way of looking at life now that I wish I had had or someone had told me about when I was younger, because often many of the obstacles that we come across, these, these stressors that we come up against, instead of looking at it as this big, horrible thing, I learned eventually to see that the obstacle itself was offering me something. It was either using up my time and and I wasn't getting to something that maybe I didn't need to get to. And maybe it was teaching me something in dealing with the obstacle itself. We can reframe these stressors by looking at them like that. We can't control what life throws at us, but we can practice reframing difficult events or challenges or obstacles into just that. It's an obstacle. It's something to deal with. It's a challenge. It's something to deal with rather than looking at it as the end of the earth as a calamity, as a huge unsolvable problem. We can reframe our stressors. The second one that they have here is to practice self-compassion. Now you can see why I liked this article. It was actually dealing with so many things that we already are working on when we are clearing our anxiety panic. Practice self-compassion because Many of us, 
in life have a tendency to beat ourselves up when things don't go the way that we expect that they should, or when we run into one of those obstacles I was just talking about. And so we want to learn how to practice self-compassion and not blame ourselves when bad things happen. We don't have to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. We can cut ourselves some slack. We can forgive ourselves. We can be kind to ourselves and treat ourselves with care and compassion. And the way to do this as a really short, quick tip for you is to treat yourself as you would a small child, let's say a five-year-old that came to you with the same problem. Or if that's hard for you to imagine, imagine your best friend coming to you with that problem and treat yourself the same way that you would treat that young child with the problem or your friend with the problem. You would never be as hard on them as you are on yourself. So consider that looking at yourself with self-compassionate eyes. The next one that they have here is letting it go, which of course we talk about quite a bit here. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So back to the benefits of optimism. Let it go. Let it go. One of the things that people fall into is the trap of ruminating and hanging on to things, attaching ourselves to bad events or thoughts and staying with them over and over as they go around in our mind or overthinking things, right? 
rather than accepting what's happened or that you had a thought or that you have a feeling or a sensation, understanding that it's there, knowing what it is and letting it go. But we want to make sure that we don't fall into the trap of ruminating on these things. This is a great way to be able to pump up your optimism and be able to see the silver lining in things. Rather than accepting what's happening and moving on, we do get stuck in negative feelings here and there. And often when you are anxious, you are falling into this trap as habit. So the more awareness that you can insert into your thought process, when you can slow things down and take a look, why am I thinking this? What am I thinking? Sometimes we don't even know what we're thinking. So how can we let go of it? But if we bring awareness and we slow down enough, we can see what's going on. Ah, I am thinking the same thing, not once or twice, but for the eight, nine, tenth time, I'm going to let it go by seeing what you are thinking, what you are feeling. You can actually make a choice to continue on with this or to think about something else. Just like we talked about in the last podcast, you can disengage from it. You want to disengage from thoughts that are not serving you and engage with thoughts that are. So to let it go, you engage with things that are serving you. You move on from the things that are not serving you by being in the presence of people, places, and things that you are caring about, letting your thoughts be used for things that are important and in the present moment. And another thing that they talk about here in the article is to avoid comparisons and to practice gratitude instead. And that's something that we have talked about many, many times. And we have talked about it mostly from the gratitude side, but I would like to address today the avoiding comparisons. This is a very big problem with social media. People are comparing themselves and you're comparing how you feel inside with your anxious feelings, your ruminating thoughts, and your exhaustion from working on trying to get out of all of this. You are comparing that with a beautiful picture that someone posted on a social media site. They are not the same. They're not the same animal. So let it go, right? This is a great place to practice letting it go, to disengage, to say the things that people produce to us on social media are even brighter and more polished than who they are in real life and who they present to us in real life is more polished and put together than how they are feeling inside. So do not compare your insides with other people's outsides, especially the outsides they present on social media. You know gratitude. We talk about that all the time here, so I'm not going to take up your time here. Many podcasts that we have on gratitude. And if you haven't started your gratitude journal yet, you are, this is like the key to optimism, man. You can just start writing three to five things 
in your journal or on a document on your phone or computer every day, something new. You're not going to repeat these three to five things that brought you joy or that you are grateful for or that you have found beautiful and worthy of your time and energy and thought process. Gratitude, three to five every day. Oh, and now for the for the fifth one that they are talking about here, um, they are talking about finding some humor. And I love that. Find some humor, any humor, any situation you can find some humor. There are some people that do this quite naturally. They um, can joke about themselves. They can joke about a situation, something that's happened. And if you're not a natural comedian, and you don't laugh at yourself quite easily, you may want to try it. You may want to try looking at a foible that you have or a bump in the road that you just experienced or something that you just did that was wrong, that was a mistake, and try to find some humor in it. Try to see a light, lighter side of it. It is possible. And in this way, when we can smile at ourselves, at our own mistakes, it's really like an endless pot of humor because we are always bumping against the walls here. We are not perfect. We all make mistakes. So we will always have something to be lighthearted about. Be lighthearted about your own mistakes and see if that can't help you. If you need to find humor externally, that's awesome too. Why not do that? Watch funny videos. Watch things that make you laugh. Maybe it's pet videos. Maybe it's comedians. But find your tickle bone. Find it and get going with it because the more you can smile, you know, you can't smile and be in your stress at the same time. So actually learning to smile can be really helpful and to laugh. Oh my goodness. That's like inner jogging. It's good physically and it's good spiritually and mentally. So find something that can actually make you laugh. These studies that they were talking about here, in this article are actually pointing to the benefits of all these things I talked about. So why not try them? They sound so simple to smile, to laugh, to find humor, to reframe your stressors. You know, we think these things don't matter, but they do. Letting it go, practicing self-compassion. These are all things that are important. And the more we do them, the more we are engaging our benefits of optimism. Please let me know what works for you. And I look forward to hearing from you. And again, if you want to see the entire article, go to the show notes. It'll be there for you. And now for today's quote. Optimism is a strategy for making a better future. Because unless you believe that the future can be better, you are unlikely to step up and take responsibility for making it so. And that's from Noam Chomsky. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. 
Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.